0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard on an all-to-play-for final night in an incredible Championship Queen's Park and Dundee Both trying to win the title When they go head to head As seven of the eight other teams Are either aiming for promotion or survival Celtic can of course wrap up the Premiership title Before the weekend is out And Malik Tillman's season is over Will we see him in a Rangers shirt again? Michael Beale says Morelos and Kent still have a part to play I'm Gordon Duncan And joining me tonight you have Kenny Miller and Hugh Keevans If you want context I'll give you context I was an eight-year-old primary school boy when Queen's Park were last in the top flight. That's a while ago, Kenny. That's how far they have come in the last 65 years. No more amateurs, fully professional and could be in the Premiership next season. And I think my pal Oni Coyle has been quite subtle putting the pressure on Dundee, saying that they've got a Premiership budget while they're in the Championship, saying that Dundee don't travel well, only one away game, since December won by Gary Boer's side and also that their budget is Division 1 Queen's Park's Division 1 budget Dundee's Premiership budget so only Coyle quietly turning the screw now all he has to do is win a football match Simple as that And what an exciting climax it is Not only at the top But at the bottom And we're also going into The first weekend of post-split fixtures Where there's all to play for as well In terms of European places Again really really exciting What's going on at the bottom of the table In the, in the Premiership as well So all we look forward to Absolutely 01419511025 That's the number you need And we are desperate to hear from you On tonight's show Because there is so much Happening the pre- uh, the championship Sorry Take centre stage Tonight And rightly so If you're a fan of a championship team You must be beside yourself With either Excitement Dread Nervousness Maybe A combination of all three So why not pick up the phone This is your big night But of course If we look forward Celtic fans What are you thinking Is this the weekend You wrap up The premiership title How do you think the team uh, Will look with the absence of Cameron Carter Vickers Alistair Johnson There have been some injury updates on them uh, Rangers fans Very interesting stuff From Michael Beale today Confirming Malik Tillman's season Is over So quite simply Will we see him In a Rangers shirt again? What do you think? Will we see him play For Rangers again? He's gone back to Bayern For treatment All week long You've all been phoning This show And saying It's time to Try something new between now and the end of the season Move on a bit Kent and Morelos They're going to leave What more can they bring? Well, Michael Beale says They do still have a part to play Would you play them this weekend? Or would you leave them out And give other guys a chance? There is so much going on tonight So 01419511025 Pick up that phone And let us know I'm a bit sad about tonight Because it means after this I can't use that fact that I've been oh, rhyming yeah. off for the last 10 days or so. Nine teams out of 10 still don't know what division they're going to be playing in, Kenny Miller. That to me was an exciting start when there was two games to go. The fact that it's still the case when there's one game to go on a final night when we have a proper head-to-head shootout for a title and promotion, it is remarkable. 
if anybody had the insight to arrange this the way the way that it has, <laughs> then they deserve all the plaudits because it's an incredible situation we find ourselves in tonight. The both teams going for the league, playing each other in the final night. You've got things going on at the bottom league. Three teams could get relegated, or sorry, two teams could get relegated. They could be in the playoffs. They could be out of the playoffs. And you've got four teams fighting to try and get into these these last two playoff spots. It's just an incredible night. It's ahead of us there in is, the championship. There is one way where Wraith come into the court. Conversation Because Wraith played Partick Thistle Now mm-hmm. As you pointed out There's nothing in it For Wraith So How does that affect Your performance level Your intensity level Against Partick Thistle Where there's Everything mm. at stake For them A remarkable night Truly So we'll give as much Build up as we can To the championship Remember Dundee and Queen's Park Can both win the league They play each other Partick Ayr Inverness Morton all going for a place in the playoffs and are both Cove Hamilton trying to survive and stay in the division. Unbelievable stuff. So 01419511025 if you are a fan of those teams or maybe even a neutral who's looking forward to it. And in terms of the Premiership, today's news, Rangers fans, Malik Tillman out for the season. Have you seen him for the last time in a Rangers shirt? Yes or no? Morelos and Kent still have a part to play this season. According to Michael Beale, is that the right idea, or is that something that, that disappoints you? Would you rather see uh, a few fringe players given more of a chance over the next few weeks? Celtic fans, you can win the title this weekend. It's uh, been inevitable for a while, but it could all be done and dusted. How much are you looking forward to it? Do you think there will be any speed bumps along the way, uh, and what will that team look like without some of your injured first choice defenders? Oh one four one nine five one. One o two five. Looking forward to this weekend, you even yeah. beyond tonight. Brilliant. Outside of Ibrox, Tynecastle is the toughest place for Celtic to play. I don't think you can lightly dismiss the loss of um, Cameron and Carter Vickers and Alistair Johnson. Carter Vickers was a colossus against Rangers last weekend. Johnson, as you know, has quickly become oh, you like my, my favourite player. I think he's terrific. So I don't think you lightly dismiss. The loss of those two at Tynecastle But I think Celtic would like to go there And get it done uh, There would be so much build up To the game at Ibrox the week after If they didn't get it done at Tynecastle I think Ange Postacoglu will go there And do what Ange Postacoglu always says Is play our football And if Celtic play their football They've done it before against Hearts this season They're good enough to go there Win and take the title And we'll get into the, the specifics of Rangers Kenny and this You know Malik Tillman Kent Morelos and, and all the names that We've been talking about all week But just generally It's a very Interesting end to the season I think we can agree on that Not the end of the season Michael Beale or anyone Connected with the club wanted It's It's meaningless games Except they're not Because they never are But there's nothing to play for So it'll be really fascinating to see How that That plays out yeah, there's nothing to play for in terms of obviously trophies, league titles, uh, but there's there's 15 points available, and I just think that these last five games are listen. They're not going to shape how like, the mentality going into next season, but they can definitely finish off on a on a more positive note, particularly with the game next week. But they've had two losses against Aberdeen and against Celtic in the semi final last week, Rangers. So there has to be a response, even at this stage when there's nothing really to play for. 
the Rangers can't be going three games without a win, four games without a win, or three straight losses. It's it's just not going to be acceptable. So I still think there's a lot a lot to play for for a Rangers point of view in, in terms of trying to finish off as on an, on a as much a high note as they can. And for me, that's just going to win the and last five games. To give you a straightforward answer to your straightforward question, I don't think we will see Malik Tillman again. Well there we go Rangers fans It's not often Hugh Keevans Gets his predictions right But you might agree With him on this one I don't know You tell us 0141 Will you see him again In a Rangers shirt Should Kenton Morelos Have a big part to play Between now and the end Of the season As Michael Beale suggests What else do you want to see Shaking up Celtic fans How much are you looking forward To the chance to win the title A lot happening In the top flight But the championship Is also the place to be Let's bring in Ethan Who's a Queen's Park fan He's on a supporters bus right now Which makes me slightly nervous How are you feeling Ethan? Uh, I think A wee bit apprehensive To be honest Um, Obviously our our recent form Has not been very good I mean as has Dundee's But I mean for Queen's Park To be a position Where we might be winning the championship and going into the premiership. I mean, I'm absolutely buzzing for the game, but yeah, a lot of nervous energy on this bus. I can imagine. Oh. I mean, just how exciting is it, Ethan? I mean, you mentioned nervousness and you might not be able to enjoy the game fully, but how exciting is it? it comes down to this, you know, a, a final game shootout, first against second, and, and the chance to go and win it. Would you ever have thought this was possible when you got promotion to the championship? Definitely not. I mean, the squad that we have. Not really strengthened a huge amount since we came fourth in League One last year. So this this season, we the Queens Park fans would have kind of settled for mid table, a comfortable season in the Championship, and then maybe go for promotion in next year or the year after. So for us to go down to the last game of the season is a huge success for everyone at the club. Yes. Everyone's just buzzing to be at the, at the point of maybe going up. Yeah, the story's interesting to you Because look, we know that there is a, a good level of financial backing there We know the yep. infrastructure is, is good, it's impressive You look at Leanne Dempster, you look at Director of Football or Sporting Director Whatever the title may be But, but that said, it's not a proper You know, it's not as if Queen's Park football budget in, on the first team You know, is blowing everyone else out the water no. And as, as Ethan says, I must admit that there was a point where I'd forgotten That they finished fourth in League One last season You're not talking about, you know, someone who's romped their way through the divisions Yeah uh, for people of my generation It's an unbelievable story Because the jolly old queens As they were always referred to uh, Amateur status And not in the top flight for 65 years But uh, with uh, Willie Hockey's money And uh, the good people involved um, Starting with the manager Then It's a tremendous story I, I just wonder if the pressure is greater on Dundee because they must mm. come up. They absolutely must come up. This is a a stepping stone for Queen's Park. If if they don't get the title tonight, then they'll be in the playoffs, maybe, and they have another chance. But I think Dundee must win the game, and maybe that would help Queen's Park out. Is that the way it feels, Ethan? Does it feel like you know all the pressure is on Dundee, or once you get this close, is it can equal pressure anyway? Uh, you, you make a good point there It was really weird Because I was going into last weekend's game Against Morton Almost hoping we lost Because I think going into this last game With a with situation where we must win It's almost a wee bit better Than going into the game Where thinking a draw could win as a title Because there's, there's always the situation Where you sit back And invite the opposition onto you And 
you end up inviting Dundee and they win the game. You go into this game with kind of nothing to lose. We might go and attack Dundee and, I mean, it's a one-off game. Of course we could do it. I know, what he, I know what Ethan means, Kenny. I know what he means. You'd rather be top. You'd, I'd rather you, be. You'd, you'd, you'd rather only need a point, but I, you, you do kind of get it in the sense that for Queen's Park, it's such a simple message. Go and win that game. Go and win it, and you've won the title. As again, that's what you need to do. That's the job in front of you. Yeah, and you need to go and beat them. I'd much rather be in the case with a tougher safety net. That's for sure. Uh, Ethan, the form against Dundee this season has not been great, but having said that, the two real disappointments have come at Dens. Um, how do you see tonight going? Uh, it depends what Ethan you're asking, to be honest. We, we've been pretty brutal against Dundee this season. Um, but they're not a great side. I know a lot of people have said that the Championship's been quite a poor standard this year. And uh, Dundee aren't any great shakes. And I think a good Queen's Park today have, have all the capabilities of beating this Dundee team. They've gone four at the last five. So, so yeah... I think it'll be a low-scoring game. I think 1-0 Queen's Park. I think that's a positive result for us. Ethan, <laughs> you're up. Ethan, I will let you go. Enjoy your night and maybe we'll catch up with you if you've got a title to celebrate over the weekend. Hopefully. Good man. That was Ethan from Neilston on his way to the game. He sound, I think Ethan sounds nervous. I can sense the trepidation yeah. heading to this one. Like I said, you know, Dundee have beaten Queen's Park 3-0 twice uh-huh. at Dens. They've only met once in the league um, but it was a home game for Queen's Park And that one finished two each so Listen, had- we, we go on all season long About this division, the championship, being bonkers So I am in a position where I think anything could happen tonight I believe a Queen's Park win I believe a Dundee win I believe a draw for Dundee And yeah. up they go I would believe anything Because nothing about this league is straightforward Have you ever been I mean, I would assume not, Kenny But a proper last day Title head to head title decider. I don't even think I can remember. Never any like or many. I'm sure there will be out there. Yeah, listen, there, there will be situations. I've never been involved in any any of the the 24, 23, 24 years I was as a player. You've been in the the last day title one. You win or you draw, or you're, or you're waiting on other results. Never in a head to head, but it's a straight shootout. One team wins, they're up. The other team. Gets the draw or wins, they're up. It's it's an incredible climax to the season. It really, it really is, and and it's not just it's not just the top. Like I've said, I mean the, the whole playoff scenario, the bottom of the league, and exactly. the yeah, surrounding yeah. it, it is it's been. Mean Hugh says it bonkers, unbelievable. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. We'll hopefully bring you some coverage from local view in the not too distant future. What about the Premiership, though, Rangers fans? Malik Tillman's out for the season. Will you see him again in a Rangers jersey? What's your gut telling you? Do Kent and Morelos have a part to play between now and the end of the season? As Michael Beale suggests, what else do you want to see in terms of changes between now and the end of the season? And Celtic fans, how much are you looking forward to what could be a title-winning weekend? Let us know and we'll speak next. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Evans, Kenny Miller and myself have a massive headache because we just spent the, the break trying to run through every permutation of the championship and I think we've sort of got there. I won't try and repeat them all to you because there's every chance uh, I would make a mistake. But we know the script at the top. Dundee, a draw wins them the title. Queen's Park need to win that, wins them the title. The playoffs become a bit more complex. I mean, quite simply, Partick win the game against Wraith and they're in the playoffs. If United win their game against Inverness, they're in the playoffs... 
And if Inverness beat Ayr They're also in the playoffs Are we keeping up so far? You you had me at hello It then gets a bit more complex Because 6th place Morton could still do it But they oh, I can't believe we're going here They're going to have to beat Cove They're going to maybe hope that Partick lose Or Ayr and Inverness is a draw Right, I'm tying myself in knots here It yes. sounds simple to me But if I was listening driving home I'd be saying right Let's slow down a bit here They've nailed it And then at the bottom Hamilton Ackies, You're It's playoffs at best But you're looking to better Cove's result Playoffs at best Unless they win 8-0 Steady Come yeah, on, well, Now, now you're really confusing things <laughs> Remember what? Remember that day in fact To the end of the, the season It was Ackies, they not it was 10-2 against Morton Remember yeah. that And they needed like Something miraculous And it just Anyway Let's let's save that for later 01419511025 Lots more to come from the Championship uh, But Rangers fans We're about to hear from Michael Beale here So very keen to get what you think Much more important than what we think Malik Tillman Have you seen him for the last time In a Rangers shirt? Yes or no? Let's try and be definitive about it Kent and Morelos Should they play a big part On Sunday? And going forward again Yes or no Let us know uh, Here's what Michael Beale had to say first On the Malik Tillman injury update No unfortunately that's the end of Malik's season um, He's got a hamstring injury He's gone back to Bayern Just to for them to have a look as well He's obviously had his scan and everything It's a hugely sad ending to the season for him Because he's obviously a fine young player And he's performed well for the club so far this season Me and Malik are in a great place on a personal level. I think he's been brilliant for the club. I think he's been brilliant for me in my time here. He's a player that I think has got a really high ceiling, as high a ceiling as anyone that I've worked with in my time here at Rangers. There's areas of his game at 20 he certainly needs to brush up on and and that's why he's come on loan. We said we would park the conversation to the middle of May because there's a lot around it and you want to get to the end of the season and Malik's got a say in this as well. Uh, Obviously the two clubs... Uh, I've been talking back and forth and there's agreements between them but the most important person is Malik and if Malik wants to be here in Glasgow then it's something that we can make happen and likewise if if he's unsure um, and that, the conversation with me and Malik are great we have a fantastic relationship but we said we'd park it to the middle of May and nothing's changed on that William is a Rangers fan do you think you've seen the last of Malik Tillman in a Rangers shirt William? Hello Gordon the two legends Hugh and Kenny Hello Yeah uh, my point, I'll try and run through it quickly, Gordon, right? Malik Tillman, no, I'm not wasting five million on him. Uh, Kerrin Morellis, he should never play for they should never play for Rangers again. Their contribution last week was, was shocking. We effectively played with, with nine men against Celtic last week in that uh, cup semi final. And I say to the producer, when we play Celtic and probably September time next season, I like to think my front four will be different. We're two wingers, we main striker. And we've got a better number 10 anyway in Lawrence if he gets fully fit. I wonder if we know what Kenny and Hugh think yeah. of that one. William, the line's a bit dodgy. I can hear you, but I think we'll try and get it cleared up. There was a lot of ground covered very simply. Will you see Malik Tillman play for Rangers again, Kenny? I don't think so. <clears throat> I think it's no go- it'll not be for... Michael's will to try. I think. So you think may, Rangers want to? Uh, well, I think oh, it sounds. It sounds that way, and I, th- I think if you jump back a few, even a few months, there was talk of triggering that option that they wanted. That they wanted to pursue a potential deal to keep him at the club. I, I just see, again, Michael said it. I think the boy might see his future maybe elsewhere. That's that mm. would be my gut instinct on it again it's without any information or I, I just think that yep yeah, I think he might fancy somewhere else. And would. Rangers be right in your mind to try to want to keep him 
I think it's a big chunk of money, to be honest. Mm. I've said it and I've not I've not changed uh, my opinion on it as yet. I think he's a wonderful player. Michael sees him every day and he talks about the, the potential that he's got, the ceiling and things that he could accomplish. I just think it's a, a, a lot of money for Rangers to be shelling out you, if it's five million. You pounds. suggested earlier, Hugh, that you, you don't think you'll see him in a Rangers shirt again. So same no. sort of questions to you. A, because you don't think Rangers will or should pay that money or you think Rangers... Would and, and Malik Tillman would choose not to Do you see what I mean? I'd love to hear Tillman's uh, observations on Scottish football He might get back to Munich and think No, I'll, I'll stick to the Bundesliga, thank you very much um, I don't think he's delivered in big games And that has caused fans like William to have their doubts about him um, There are too many imponderables And the, the disproportionately large sum of money taken out of Rangers mm. budget I think would be uh, working against Malik Tillman staying. I mean, it doesn't sound like certainly publicly Michael Beale's buying any of this stuff though about you know big games or he you know he certainly sounds like if it was up to him and money was no object and Malik Tillman wanted to stay, it would happen. Kenny, he says he's got as high a ceiling as anyone he's worked with at Rangers, so he clearly clearly likes him a lot. I think that's there for everybody to see. Again, he's played them. And he's played them, and he's played them, and he's played them constantly. So it's uh, again, I think, but by the sounds, and it's not just been this week, previous weeks, previous months, he's talked about how how high he regards Malik Tillman, and I get it. I think we can all see the ability that he's got. We can all see his physical attributes and and his his technical ability. But you say that, and he's twenty. You know, he is twenty. So I, I, you've got to take that into consideration. But in the big games where. 20 or no 20 mm. I mean you look at Jude, Be- Jude Bellingham with what he's doing at 19 in the game and I know I'm not making that comparison oh, but this is a 19 year old who's been doing it since he was 18 and so Malik Tillman's no hit the big games the, the impact that any Rangers fan would want particularly one that's maybe going to cost the club 5 million pounds and then we get to the biggest intrigue of all Kent and Morelos well William says no no more yeah. just, just, just call it quits but, here well First of all, Kent was taken off last week Not because of uh, injury reasons Simply because he was doing nothing And they took him off at half-time Morelos might as well have gone with him At half-time for all the UC was uh, But He's got Aberdeen on Sunday, Michael Beale He can't just discard mm-hmm. everyone He needs to get a result in that game Well, let me play you the answer on, on Kent and Morelos Because again, themes develop, don't they? On, on social media and on these phones For instance, I'm not saying Everybody wants to to see Kent and Morelos not play again, but it does feel like there, there's call for for it to be freshened up a bit. Is, is there any need for them to play if they are going to leave, as Michael Beale suggested last week after the game? Here's what he had to say today. Yeah, of course they do. They've been two fantastic players for the club. You know, and both represented the club very well. Been important players for a number of years. In terms of the their situation there's nothing to speak about really big outside other than we've had the conversations inside we're mutually in the same place of what should happen we haven't come forth with a contract offer for either and both of those have been free to speak to other clubs for a while now so but in terms of the next five games they're rangers players and uh, and they'll continue to be to be so until uh, until anything's announced officially people keep saying of morelos one big performance before you go Certainly wasn't against Celtic last weekend 
Could they do it against Aberdeen on Sunday Or will everyone go back to the Celtic game When Celtic go to Ibrox and say One big performance mm. before you go People keep looking for this one big performance And it never materialises And it's done anyway now Hugh That yeah. big performance is no required anymore It was mm. required last week mm-hmm. Or it was required a month ago in the final you know, it's now big. It's, I know there's, I'm saying there's. It's a bit of a contradiction when I'm saying there's still points to be won, and and you can't. You need to go and win the five mm-hmm. games, but the big performance needed to be in the semi final. The big performance oh, sure. needed to be in the final. You know, so even if it does come next week at Ibrox against mm-hmm. Celtic, great. It might play a part or help playing the. It plays part in the team getting a win, but really, what does it mean? What do you think then in terms of how much? I mean, should they stay in the team this weekend? Do you think we'll see them? Regularly or a lot in the next five games. My, my my question would be out there to anyone: Who plays in Stadium Morelos, for instance? Well, let's a, let's ask uh, William. Uh, William, have you got guys that you want to see given a chance, or do those players in question have to stay in the team? Well, the, the last the last five games, Gordon Wright, you definitely try McCrory and goals, right? Uh, Matondo, you give him a chance. Uh, Hadji Hadji's there. Your, your boy Wright, I don't know if he's fit. Uh, Sakala. Oh, he missed an absolute. He missed an absolute sitter last week, but I think he's the only thing we've got left at the moment. Uh, I'm not dismissing Kent Morelos entirely. We wouldn't go to the European final with him, and we wouldn't have uh, stopped ten in a row. But Mon Gordon and Hugh and Kenny last week they were they were, they were dreadful. They were, they were a disgrace to Rangers. Michael Beale says he's picking the best team. How can he pick, say he's picking the best team? And they two were. You two are absolutely wrong last week. That's it, though. That, like, that's that's the question, though, William. That's exactly it. Yeah, they were poor, and I think most Rangers fans are now looking at them and thinking, hey, "What they've done this season?" Things. Michael said that they've been big players for the club in the in, in the past. You know. Now I just don't know if they've got the players in the building, particularly now Tillman being injured mm. as well. Who you're thinking, hey, maybe could you throw him up front as as like a false type nine and and get guys round about him. Uh, one of the guys probably would be Kent Unless you're taking Kent out of the team as well My question would be What would happen if Michael made these four mm. or five changes to the team And won one game out of these last yeah. five Like the, the pressure's going to build There's a fine fine line between doing what Maybe fans are demanding Which is again yep they've maybe have played their last game Or they should be used sparingly But you've still mm. got to balance up with one in game Suppose the question would be though By you know by taking Kent and Morel And I, I take the point Particularly if, if Cholak's not available right I, I get that But just generally By taking Kent and Morelos out of the team now Are you actually seriously diminishing your chances of winning? I think that's where a lot of fans are coming from now aren't they? No, no that's exactly where they're coming from Because ultimately they've not been performing So you've got to think that if somebody else was there Somebody else who maybe wants to be there And somebody who's going to be there next year They might try a bit harder They might be able to produce something But you know Michael's seen these guys He's no stupid He's a good coach He's a proper football man mm. He's seen these guys If he felt they were better served to play in the team He would pick them be interesting Hugh Because like, as we've said before If, if Rangers going to lose more games It's already saying the title's done already That, that would yeah. bring, a, bring a, an angry reaction for sure Would they... Let me just paint a random hypothetical scenario. If Rangers were to drop points against Aberdeen uh-huh. without Kent and Morelos in the team, yeah. would that bring Michael Beale less heat than if they dropped points against Aberdeen with Kent and Morelos in the team? It would get heat anyway. But would, it, would, it, would it be different? Would there at least be this like, okay, if, they're trying things for next season and it hasn't worked. If he was to go to the well again this weekend with Kent and Morelos and it wasn't to end up in a maximum... Points Hall People will blame Michael Beale For they playing will. them again Yes Without doubt And if he plays them 
And they win against Aberdeen He'll get no credit yeah, It's going to no win situation yeah, to, but, In some regards But, but you know, we've spoken about Tillman <clears throat> Kent Morelos Michael Beale's in this equation Because people are now looking at Michael Beale There's never a meaningless game for Rangers or Celtic So these last five games People, the Rangers fans, William on the line They're looking mm. at Michael Beale And if they don't like what they see They'll let us and him know about it Let's bring in James in Postle Park James, what's your gut telling you? Have you seen the last of Malik Tillman in a Rangers shirt? No, I, I, um, yeah, good evening panel um, Good evening Gordon um, No, I don't think we have it I, I think the Rangers will be looking into maybe extending the loan Rather than paying £5 million to keep him next season I don't think they would actually be having to share any money. I think that's what the, 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 club, maybe the clubs have agreed on because I'd, I'd love to see him back at the club. Um, you know if, it's if an you interesting say, one. I've, yeah. I've never really seen it mentioned as, as an option, Hugh, which just no. le- leads me to think it's not one, but it could be entirely wrong. I don't think Bayern Munich are up for that at all. They want to do business here. Do you want them or not? Are you willing to pay £5 million or not? That's the kind of response that Rangers will get. Now you get Michael Beale telling you that he's the best player at Ibrox, best young player at Ibrox. Well, no. I think he means best potential when he talks about ceiling. He's trying to say he feels that in the end up, Malik Tillman could amount to more than any player he's, he's worked with yet. Well, if that's the case, you'll need to pay. I just think for one reason and one reason alone, he's too expensive. I, get, I can get why James comes up with that scenario, Kenny, because James <laughs> clearly likes him a bit, but doesn't necessarily think you know you would pay the five million. But then again, is it really likely? Is Malik Tillman going to come on a two-year loan from, from Bayern Munich to Rangers? Again, that's a question for Malik Tillman because I'll tell you, James has put an option there which I think becomes a lot more, a better prospect for Rangers because they don't need to shell yeah. the money. They get the player, the manager gets the player that he likes. Would you agree with that? It's never really I've seemed never like seen it's it. been on the I've never, and any time, it's, any time it's been talked about It's always been mm. this option And they're looking to trigger it And the clubs are talking Maybe the clubs have been talking Because that is an option that no one has really discussed But that would be a far more suitable option for me for Rangers James, so, just sort of, here, I want to try and dig deeper into James's opinion on it So James though if You've come up with a scenario Let's say it's not the case Would, would you pay £5 million for him? Would you... Yeah, well, 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 what even if they looked into the, the extent of the year gets extended, and if he plays even better, then maybe there's an agreement in place he comes for for even more than five million. Uh, look, I, I get all this right, but I, I don't mean to. I'm not deliberately trying to make you answer one way or another. I'm just curious because most of the discussion has been, will Rangers pay five million or not? I just want to know what you think of that. Would you pay five million for him right now? Not, not, not right now, no. No, because no, I think I, I do think we need other players, and that money could be spent. Yeah. Michael, Michael, Michael Beale but keeps talking if about it. Where the extension, then I, I think that's a good, a great. I think it'd be good for the boys as well. But again, he's got probably have other options. But Michael Beale no. keeps talking about the scale of the rebuild, and he said it would be the biggest rebuild for many years. That will cost money. And if five million pounds goes on someone that you're not entirely sure of, but it sounds like Michael Beale is though, Hugh. That's the point. You might not be, James might not be, Kenny myself. But we'll go back to the sounds word, like Michael Beale is though. Yeah, but we we'll go back to the word potential. You you mm-hmm. said to me when I talked about that Michael Beale saying the highest ceiling, mm-hmm. and you're saying with regard to his potential. Yeah. What if the potential sure. is not realised? I, I agree. I'm I'm talking about 
the way it seems Michael Beale feels about the player I just think it, 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 the, the money gets in the way all the time And I don't think that Bayern Munich are in the habit of giving out players on two year loans Bayern want, do you want them or not? And I think that's their approach to it Then the other question James Because depending what stage it gets to Michael Beale was very clear there That Malik Tillman plays quite an important role in this Do you think he would want to sign permanently for Rangers this summer? I, 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 well I think Malik Tillman would want to But if, if, it, if, it, was, if it was permanently And Rangers if, if the boy wanted to sign permanently I think Rangers would take that option I think they would well, Michael Beale certainly sounds like he would, that's for sure. Thanks to James and Postle Park, 0141951025. Uh, it's going to be a very busy night because we need to get some team news and, and previews of an incredible night in the Championship. And I want to hear from you, Celtic fans. How are you feeling? Could be title winning weekend. Let us know. 0141951025. This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. What a night we have in store. There will be no reruns of Willie Nelson at Glastonbury in oh, the no. Keevans household tonight because there is a lot of football happening. Uh, a very important championship football at that. Can he wait? Can Willie wait till tomorrow? We've, we've had our fill because uh, we had uh, Man U Brighton on last night. And oh, I knew oh, that going in your granny, house. Granny was very excited by the penalty kick. I can imagine. A nice late finish. Let's see what tonight brings, though. Let's go to Oakle View. Just in case, I don't know, in case you don't keep up with these things, that is where Queen's Park play their home games. Dundee, the visitors tonight. And of course, it is all to play for to win the title. And join the top table of Scottish football Andrew McLean is there Yeah I mean it's been the most incredible championship season really When you look at the table going into this final night of action And uh, you know it's, it's going to be an incredible end to it as well It almost seemed like the title that nobody wanted to win Because both these teams have really been stuttering towards the finish line But it's in sight now and how exciting is this? Having a winner-takes-all clash. Dundee, of course, in the driving seat as a draw would see them clinch the title and gain automatic promotion to the Premiership. But, of course, if it's a win for Dundee, they go up. If it's a win for Queen's Park, they go up. Dundee, you'd say they've been the favourites, really, since the start of the season. I'm not sure how many would have predicted Queen's Park would be in this position before a ball was kicked, though. A chance for a third consecutive promotion, that would be quite incredible for them, probably beyond what anyone at the club thought was possible when they decided to change from being an amateur side for the first time in their history. There will be a good crowd here tonight as well, um, partly because of the SPFL. They had to get involved. A bit of a ticket debacle. Queen's Park initially only gave Dundee 400 tickets. They complained to the governing body. The SPFL judged that it should be given at least a 1,000, so there will be a huge travelling support in for this one. But away from ticket debates and stuttering form and all that type of stuff, this is the type of night that every single football fan absolutely loves. It's going to be a tense 90 minutes, but one of these sides will be lifting the championship title at full time and know for certain that they will be in the top flight come next season. I'll give you some team news. I actually don't think we've got any team news from Queen's Park as of yet, so I will give you that shortly when it comes through. As for Dundee, they are unchanged from uh, last weekend when they drew against Cove Rangers so it is Adam Langston's in goal for them the back four is going to be Josh Mulligan Ryan Sweeney Lee Ashcroft and Jordan Marshall within a midfield four of Luke McCowan Barry Maguire 
and Lyle Cameron. And the two up top, Alex Jakubiak and Zach Robinson. The substitutes for them, Lawler, Kerr, Byrne, Thomas, McMullen, Williamson, Fisher, Clampin and Reedy. As I said, I will get the Queen's Park team to you as soon as I have it. There we are. That sums up the fairy tale. We're potentially staring at a team who doesn't even announce the starting lineup on Twitter under an hour to go before kickoff coming into the top flight. Hugh, what more do you need to know? Trying anything to confuse Gary Boyer. Come on. I think that's against the laws, is it? No, the team's not I mean, going it must, in. It'll be in, it's just not on social media, I assume. Um, not not out there yet for Andrew, which is a real shame. But I hope there's not another administrative bombshell there. No, that would be less than ideal. But we're looking forward to it. Andrew is there, going to soak it all in uh, and keep us up to speed in the build up. What about elsewhere in the table? Thomas is a Morton fan. Can you do it, Thomas? Earlier on in the day, I would have said yes, but I've got a, I've got a bad feeling about it now. <laughs> That's what days like this do to you, because what's changed? The only thing that's put me off is the results we've had against the bottom half of the table this year. You look at our growth at Capolo on the Tuesday night, where we absolutely battered them for 90 minutes, but Derek Gaston had a world of a game. We've went unbeaten against Queen's Park and Dundee this season. But it's the results against teams around us and teams below us that have let us down. Well, now remember, again, to paint the picture, Morton are outside the playoffs. They're sixth, so they're the lowest team that can make the playoffs. If they win the game, they would need to win it. So they win the game and then hope that Partick Thistle lose to Wraith Rovers or hope that Aaron Inverness draw. I think that's pretty much the main the main way of looking at it. It's a one-off shootout. Now, Cove are second bottom, a point... Above Hamilton Ackies For one reason They're rotten And <laughs> You you then have to take in But Thomas is telling you yeah, The rotten teams have s- yeah, Caused but, them problems But Thomas is also telling us That they've beaten Queen's Park And they've mm-hmm. beaten Dundee Morton have nothing to fear Against Cove It's not it, like you To look on the on the bright side no, of things I, I just think You know I hate all the Ifs, buts, maybes arguments I Just Give it to you Straight between the eyes Cove are rotten and Morton aren't I know but then they still need Other things potentially Kenny That's the that's the difficulty I think If, if they win they, If they can win the game I'm going to say they'll get in Right okay I'm going to say they'll get in Thomas you do go in, in decent form though Was it three wins Two draws in the last five I think Thistle have the same record Actually in the last five But that, that give you a bit of hope Yes um, I think we've had a good patch At a good time Of course But I think there's just as I said, there's been too many bad patches throughout the season. Didn't start off great. Um, we had that bad spell at Christmas time as well, obviously, when we went sort of, I think it was six weeks without a home game, and it was our home form that was really carrying us through. But I think if it was, wasn't for them daft results against the bottom half of the table, we could have been further up the table fighting tonight. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's all potential and it's not happened, but hey ho. I'll give you another half an hour Thomas I think you'll change your mind again You'll be confident Enjoy your night if you can Thomas a Morton fan It's happening all across that division Spare a thought for Wraith Rovers fans They've got nothing to play for But everybody else does Back to the top flight we go Tom is a Rangers fan What's the priority to um, Sunday And for the next five games Tom anything you'd like to see? Good good evening Gordon, Kenny and and Hugh Hi Tom What do you what I was going to say is, once starting the Sunday against Aberdeen, I would uh, give Robbie McCrory a chance and go because I think uh, he, 
Ette põige, see on ja kookipa. Robbie McRory is supposed to be pretty good. Well, we'll find out. I mean, he's not played much for Rangers, but it's certainly going to be that. That's going to be a talking point, Kenny. Rightly or wrongly Because Michael Bill said months ago That he would give Robbie McCrory a chance Before the end of the season And here we are With Not meaningless We know that But far less meaningful games Than they might have been Yeah he might get a game He might get a game at some point uh, I, I don't think he'll get a game Against Aberdeen I don't think he'll get a game Against Celtic Right uh, So running I, out of time then To give him any meaningful I, run I, I don't know who the last game's against I can't remember But Alan McGregor's got to be playing In what could potentially be his last game So there's a wee window of two games Where he could right. maybe get So again And that might depend on how These next two results mm. go I mean Huey was asked today again About Robbie McCrory And um, Might just be me I feel Michael be think he is He's getting a bit frustrated now to come the end of the season. These answers are not as expansive as uh-huh. they once were. Maybe that's just my amateur psychology reading of things. Um, but he just kind of said he's fit and available to get a chance. Sunday's too important. Rangers can't afford mm. to lose three games on the, the spin. He won't get a game against Celtic. Yeah, so, I mean, Kenny, when do you when do you play these yeah, people? But, but, but if I, you, but by the way, if you're the one that said he's going to get a chance, I, I understand. But you are also the one that's going to get it in the neck. If anything goes wrong against Aberdeen and or Celtic So he doesn't play against Aberdeen He doesn't play against Celtic And after the Celtic game Psychologically All of the Rangers fans have switched off They don't care what happens in the last three games Some might have switched off already Well No I don't think it's so, not entirely Because they want one last go at Celtic To see if they can get a win Because they're fed up It's monotonous Every time they play Celtic uh, The Celtic fans say We Celtic didn't play particularly well But one mm. And the Rangers fans say Oh We were close And so forth But they still haven't managed to beat Celtic So Robbie McCrory doesn't get a look in On Sunday It's too important Or against Celtic But the, the three after that He'll play in all of them I think Didn't Robbie McCrory keep a Was that a clean sheet he kept in a Except in an old firm In yeah. an old firm yeah, game did, previously Yeah so Worth bearing in mind would it, be, would it be that big a deal? Uh, aye I think yeah. so There's another question there Right Michael has to think that Robbie McCrory is going to be good enough To be the Rangers number one Otherwise there's no point in playing him And that Because this is not an 18 year old goalkeeper We're talking about This is a guy that's 25 So if Michael Beale believes He's got a future To potentially mm-hmm. be the number like I'm, I'm saying be the number one in the future Would that not have happened by now? And the 25 year old is also reading about Jack mm-hmm. Butland Correct Well, that, But that said then again If, if Michael Beale He set the parameters here I have no offence to Robbie McCrory Absolutely No feelings on whether he should or should not But if Michael Beale has set that stall out earlier in the season A home game against Aberdeen Which is far less important than it could have been What would the big deal be? Um, you know, I, I don't disagree with you I'm, I'm coming at it from the other direction I think the 25 year old should have asked himself a long long time ago Isn't it time sure. I get out and got regular first team football? And again you know, maybe similar to the to the, the Kent Morelos to be I am not saying For the avoidance of doubt Robbie McCrory's as good as Alan McGregor But do you Wildly diminish Rangers chances Of getting something Against Aberdeen By playing McCrory Instead of McGregor If there's a big save And a big moment to be made Then the answer's mm. got to be It's got to be yes Because Alan McGregor's done it For years and he's done it This season as well And it might be his last So it does It does diminish I, I think it. Robbie McCrory's been Out of the public eye For so long How do any of us know What he'd look like now? Only one way to find out That would be the point Wouldn't it Anyway uh, Thank you Tom Very quickly Let's get that Queen's Park team That we couldn't get a minute ago 
Yeah, I don't even think they've tweeted it out yet, but I do have a team sheet. They are unchanged from that defeat to Morton last weekend. Callum Ferry starts in goal. The back four, Marcel Oakley, Lee Kilday, Charlie Fox and Tommy Robson. The two holding midfielders, Jack Thompson and Malachi Boateng. It's then Josh McPake, Grant Savory and Dom Thomas in behind Connor Shields. The substitutes, Herity, Longridge, Henderson, Davidson, Moore, Healy, Bannon, Jarrett and Eze. The referee at Oakview tonight is David Monroe. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Come on, men, beat the pundit time. Always like a Friday night. It's the chance to round off the week. You can take on Hugh Evans or Kenny Miller. You get the signed ball, you get the bragging rights. That's if you win. And don't forget, just like we've done all week, even if you get through and stink the place out, you're still getting your pair of tickets. Uh, and this is a good one for Celtic fans and even if you're not a Celtic fan you will know one and you will then be a popular friend uh, or relative an unforgettable experience at the SEC Armadillo Friday 12th of May it's a tribute to Vim Janssen and Celtic's 97-98 team it marks the 25th anniversary of stopping Rangers winning 10 in a row a lot of the big hitters from that season will be there on the night uh, and you get your pair of tickets just by coming on Beat the Pundit even if you're rubbish so there we go 01419511025 lines close at 7 Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Evans and Kenny Miller are here It's 01419511025 As lively a Friday night as they come Because it is a sensational end to the championship season Nine teams out of ten All with something to play for At the top, middle and bottom of the league So we're building up to them We've already been to Oakleview Big weekend as the post-split fixtures kick off We've had a good debate so far with Rangers fans Have you seen Malik Tillman for the last time in a Rangers jersey or not? What would you do with Kent and Morelos between now and the end of the season? So if you want to keep going on those topics you can Celtic fans now would be the perfect time for you to step up Because we're about to hear from Ange Postacoglu So how are you feeling ahead of a potential title winning weekend? What do you think the team will look like? Is it is it pretty simple? Are you looking at Ralston and, and Kobayashi coming in? Does that weaken you uh, to the extent where you think Sunday could be difficult? Or do you expect it all to be wrapped up this weekend? Let us know and we will speak to you once we finish this. Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the scottishsun.co.uk slash football. Right. Beat the pundit time. I'm looking forward to this with Stephen in Motherwell. How are you, Stephen? I'm good. Now it says here, Stephen, you're a Rangers fan. Are you going to go along to the unforgettable experience with Wim Janssen's Celtic team, or will you just donate them to a pal? Absolutely no chance. <laughs> I thought you might say that, but you never know. You you can give them away as a, a birthday gift or something to someone. They'll go to good use, I'm sure. Um, heads, it will be Hugh Keevan, Stephen plays, and tails, it will be Kenny Miller. So let's find out how it goes. And it is Tails It's Kenny Up against Stephen From Motherwell Does that suit you Stephen? Yeah, it suits me Fine Man a few words Let's see if he's Got a good few words For us on Beat the Pundit Kenny I'm going to give you Some greatest hits Radio to listen to Just so that you can't hear us uh, And Stephen That means it's just you and I You've got 30 seconds Answer as many as you can And if you don't know the answer Pass And we'll move on To the next one Alright Right, top man, 30 seconds on the clock then And your time starts now Apart from Celtic, how many teams have beaten Rangers in the league this season? Three Who joined Celtic from MK Dons in January 2022? Matt O'Reilly Graham Shinney's brother plays for which other Scottish top flight team? 
Inverness Who, who did Gary Who did Gary Boyer Replace as Dundee manager uh, Mark McGee Who won Serie A Last night Apple. Which Scotland manager Had a better win rate Craig Brown or Gordon Strachan Gordon Strachan Which English Premier League side Play their home games At the Vitality Stadium Okay let's bring back Kenny Miller Kenny, There's about 14 of them Helping each other out there You're a baller you know, It was a team effort Are you ready? Yep Time starts now Same questions Let's go Apart from Celtic How many teams have beaten Rangers In the league this season? Two Who joined Celtic From MK Dons In January 2022? Graham Shinney's brother Plays for which other Scottish top flight side? Livingston Who did Gary Boyer Replace as Dundee manager? McPake who won Serie A last night? Napoli Which Scotland manager had a better win rate? Craig Brown or Gordon Strachan? Gordon Strachan Which English Premier League team play their home games at the Vitality Stadium? Pass Who won the Scottish Championship at the end of the 2020-2021 season? Dundee Okay, Stephen, what do you think? Niles Affleck Who's giving you support in the background? I've got a couple of my pals You going to name and shame them? Absolutely not <laughs> We better we Barra and Stephen I thought they did alright To be fair Kenny you sounded confident as well Yeah I got born with Vitality Yeah Apart from Celtic Stephen I don't. I know you're a Rangers fan You've probably tried to forget about these It was Aberdeen and St Johnston So that's two Not three Kenny Miller goes one In front Matt O'Reilly joined from MK Dons You both got that Stephen did that thing where He knew he was wrong on the next one Because he knows Inverness are not in the top flight But Livy R3-1 to Kenny Stephen and his mates though Good shout Mark McGee Before Gary Boyer Aye. At Dundee yep. Remember he was taking his kit off and Does it count? Because yeah. he was in the stand Starving himself made it in the What was it? He's heating, no, he's heating and he's That was it wasn't it? He was going to run around naked If he wanted yeah, Something game. like that Anyway um, It was Mark McGee So 3-2 Good game You both got Napoli You both got Gordon Strachan You could have equalised Stephen And you know it wasn't Leicester Because I heard you say it You know it was not Leicester It is Bournemouth but that was the end of the road for the guys there. So Kenny wins it. It was actually Hearts who won the championship in that season. Uh, but it was a 5-4 for Kenny Miller. Hardline, Stephen? Aye, no bad, no bad. At least you've got the big night out to the Celtic event to cheer you up. I'm sure I'll no be gone to that. <laughs> Tumbleweed. Thank you, Stephen. And friends. Stephen featuring friends uh, <coughs> from Motherwell. Uh, so there we are. 01419511025. Uh, if you want to play next week Celtic fans We're about to hear from Ange Postacoglu What are you thinking then? Are you Nervous at all About the weekend? Are you totally expecting To wrap up the title? What will the team look like? All the usual stuff Anyone out there Who would secretly Rather wait And win it at Ibrox? I don't know Hugh Keevans right, This part of the footballing world Works in funny ways Only one caller uh, In the last uh, couple of weeks Who said that he would Rather Celtic Forfeited the points At Tynecastle. <laughs> And then went to Ibrox But the day Ange Postacoglu Is asked Not to win a football match Is the day Ange mm. Calls Quantas And makes a booking For four tickets <laughs> One for Mrs Postacoglu And two for the boys And one for himself And goes home So you've not got some You've not got some scenario Where um, Celtic drop points At Tynecastle, But they kick off Do they kick off 45 minutes, minutes earlier So yeah. then Rangers get that news Chuck the game Against Aberdeen <laughs> Just so that the inevitable Can't happen the following week Michael Beale Same for him He dials British Rail And goes back down to London uh, Let's hear from Ange Postacoglu Shall we A couple of things On his mind Ahead of a big weekend Celtic fans I know you don't mind Keeping that company So we'll hear from the manager Why not get your calls into us Right now How are you feeling 
about potentially winning the title this weekend? No, I don't think so. I think, you know, the lads now, this group of players have sort of experienced uh, this kind of build-up to a big game, um, you know, the last sort of 20-odd months. And, uh, you know, obviously we were in this position last year and, uh, you know, played a couple of cup finals and, you know, a couple of cup semifinals. So they know that in the big games there's always a bit of excitement and and, uh, and hype around them and, and they know that there's, um, you know, outcomes that – um, can be pretty special at the end of it, but they've been pretty good at just being focused to playing our football. And, um, you know, they're human beings. They know what's at stake and they know what the potential of a, a, of a positive result is. So um, they'll take that into the game, but within that context, they'll still, you know, I think their focus will be clear and we've got to play our football. It's a difficult place to play. Their, you know, hearts have got you know plenty to play for. So, uh, you know, the beauty of it is if, if we do do it, we're going to have to earn it and it's the only way you want to do it. Kenny, how exciting is it as a player when you know you go into a game, win it, you win the league? What's that feeling like? It's incredible, it really is. Uh, I mean, I've done it a, f- a few games to go. I've done it on the last day of the season. As it You know what, that's what you start at the start of the season. You want to win the league when you're Rangers Celtic, when you eventually go over the line, and it is the hardest thing to do because there is still even pressure at this stage. You're still not going to get the job done. And the nature of the split, you're, you are playing the better teams in the league. But uh, I, I just can't see Celtic now getting over the line tomorrow. They've been outstanding all season, playing some scintillating stuff, and it's uh, I can't see it getting past tomorrow. I think I was going to ask you if it gives you an extra incentive or an extra spring in your step, but you can kind of detect from Ange Postacoglu there, they kind to go about their business that way all the time. I, I mean, is, is there anything left? Is there is there anything left to add extra when you've got a title? For, for this team You would expect not Because I think If there is Then Ange would be demanding Every single day yeah. in training And any time they, they come up Against any level of opposition So It's, uh, it's, all, it's They've had a great season uh, Only Inverness now Can stop them uh, Getting a treble So it's uh, Yeah I expect the league To be done tomorrow And it's uh, and it's been well earned You have to do Celtic By the numbers They would one loss In 33 league games This season The season before They had three losses In 38 league games in other words, they've lost four times in their last 71 league matches And that's what will take them through at Tynecastle Unbelievable consistency Kobayashi, I would expect, would take the place of Cameron Carter-Vickers Anthony Ralston will fit in for Alistair Johnson And then our football will come into play The phrase that Ange Postacoglu mm. always uses, our football Now, I... I would never dismiss Hearts. Lauren Shankland is having a phenomenal season, looking for goal-scoring records at Tynecastle. Josh Ginelli, great players that they have. I just think that Celtic, based on what Kenny just said there, go out, win it, and you're champions. I think that will sustain yeah. them. I mean, look, we've had this discussion a couple of times on the the show this season. It's this is a compliment to Celtic. It's because they're so good. It's because they're relentless that you go. You go searching for possibilities of, of what might not work out Because you know what Celtic are going to do And you know they're heavy favourites that, that never changes One thing though For all the You know the interchange of Sort of Abada, Jota, Maeda Haksibanovic Maybe even Hatate, O'Reilly, Moy The back four Has been really quite consistent Does it Does it Risk anything at all Having to play Ralston and presumably Kobayashi Rather than, than Johnston And Carter Vickers Due to injury well, there's two sides to it. You know, uh, Kobayashi played at Kilmarnock a few weeks back and Ange says it's potentially some of the best stuff that they've played mm. uh, on a really tough surface as well, by the way. 
The other side of it is the only game they lost, Carter Vickers wasn't playing. So I think he's a loss. There's no doubt about it because he's had an outstanding season. He is. I mean, I thought he was absolutely monstrous at the back for Celtic last week in the in the cup in the cup semi final. And it's a game. It's they've clearly just said, you know what? If you can play in this and help and, and play your part and get us over the line, that's you. You're done for the season, and that's the way mm-hmm. the way it's went. And he was outstanding. So uh, no, I know I know what you're saying. You start to look. Oh well, if he's missing, yep. Ralston's been in and done it as well. Yep. He's popped up with big goals. He's he, he clearly loves the club. He gives absolutely everything. He's adapted to the role that, that Ange expects for his fullbacks pretty well as well. So again, you talk about the Celtic squad. Like for like's been used a lot. Mm-hmm. There might be minimal differences between here or there, and it might be a technical ability, it might be a physical ability. Again, I just don't think it matters I mean, the way they go about the business. We've only seen Kobayashi four times, Hugh, and actually oh. one of them was at Tynecastle, wasn't it? He replaced Carl Starfelt yeah. at, uh, at half time in the that was the cup game, wasn't it? The three nil. So you know he's got experience there as well. Everybody knows what the atmosphere will be like in, in a footballing arena like that. Um, so I don't think there'll be any there'll be no surprises yeah. to see him in there, will there? No, um, but based on his age and his experience or the lack of it, he's not as good as Cameron Carter-Vickers. And Anthony Ralston, who has been a tremendous uh, story under Ange Postacoglu because his Celtic career looked to be over and done with, but he has excelled under Ange Postacoglu, but he's not as good a player as Alistair Johnson. Therefore, you start two good players down and Kobayashi has to show Mm. That he was worth the money And Anthony Ralston has to show That by yeah. playing him You are not diminishing the team And to be fair Kenny Carl Starr felt very good At the <clears throat> Hamden last week Hasn't put much of a foot wrong recently But it would give him an opportunity To go to the right of the of the back pairing Which you would assume suits him better um, And you know you mentioned Carter Vickers was missing The only league game Celtic lost But that day it was Ralston And Welsh and Jens that, you know, that played So that would be different as well. Do you think, I was going to say, you know, a couple of weeks ago I can ask this, will this suit Carl Starfelt more? Now it feels maybe not as important because he was very good in the left side for the last few weeks anyway. Well, he's been very good since his partnership uh, with Carter Vickers was established. You know, they've been a wonderful pair and he was probably one of the two you thought, oh, I think you can get at him, but you're right to point out he's barely put a foot wrong and in the two years uh, that, he's, that he's been alongside Carter Vickers so I mean the thing about Carter Vickers is you can say yeah, the other guys were missing at that time as well but were the other guys as influential as him the answer to that so. is no so uh, it'll be a loss but again they cope with that loss a few weeks back when they were at Kilmarnock and like you say they were four and a lap after what was it 27 minutes so uh, it might not be too much of a loss if, if Celtic go about their business again to quote Ange and you and play our mm. football well let's hear from Ange Postacoglu on Cameron Carter Vickers and uh, the injury situation Alistair Johnson of course was in crutches as well dancing about quite the thing it must be said on the crutches last week um, but this is the update from Ange Postacoglu what do you think Celtic fans about the weekend yeah Ali um, obviously yeah, like I said he got a significant not we'll see at the moment there's still a chance he'll be he'll be available before the end of the season but it'll be sort of a week by week thing and um you know, we'll see how he goes. Uh, obviously, Cameron will be uh, will be out till uh, start of next season. He's already had the surgery, and um, you know the reports uh, that it went really well, and uh, he should be right for for the start of the season next year to, to begin the season, which is great news for us. Um, as I said last week, he's it's something he's carried you know for quite a significant part of this year, but he was really keen to to play, particularly up until last weekend, knowing sort of you know the the, the consequences and and you know what that. Yeah, he meant for our season. Um, 
it's fair to say he hasn't been able to train at the levels he wants to and, and sometimes perform, but he's never used it as a clutch or an excuse. And it was outstanding for us this year. And it's great for him now that he can sort of get a scene to and know that starting next season, he'll be, he'll be ready to go. Well, that's the update and the fans will be happy. They think that Alistair Johnson will be back for the end of the season and Carter Vickers will be there for the start of next season because there were reports um, that he might not be ready for the start of the season. That's the update. What's important now is how does Kobayashi cope from the start besides Starfelt, who, as every Celtic supporter knows, is sometimes someone on the park who's got a real mistake in him. Uh, and Anthony Ralston will be Anthony Ralston, and he'll take the place of Alistair Johnson. But you don't lose Alistair Johnson and Cameron Carter-Vickers and say, that's fine. Yeah, interesting update, certainly from Ange Postacoglu, Kenny. Um, Cameron Carter-Vickers, it says quite a lot about him, that he's gone for a knee up, what was it, a day or a couple of days yeah. after performing like that at Hamden? Yeah, that was it. Again, that, that tells you everything, uh, a little insight of what's actually going on in, inside inside uh, Lennox Town and, and Celtic Park at the moment when you've got players who know they need to get a knee operation again it's not a, a run of the mill again I don't know exactly what the operation or the problem is but if it's like a, a hernia type operation you kind of get by uh, it's clearly been something he's thought no no Ange touched on it that how monumental that game is and what it meant for the season and what it would potentially lead to uh, he's he's wanted to play. He wanted to put himself out there, and you know what? He's put it out there himself out there to be shot at because there's no excuses mm. to be made in those games. Had he made a mistake, and it might have been injury related, uh, nobody would have wanted to listen if that had cost Celtic. But it was absolutely outstanding, as it has been all season. And again, we've talked about it many times on on these shows over the over the the year or the last few months for sure. Heels, his name will be mentioned when the Player of the Year comes about yeah. probably alongside another couple of his teammates I'm assuming next week we'll get stuck into the shortlists for that 01419511025 now that you've heard from your manager Celtic fans how do you feel about the chance to wrap up the title this weekend will it be done this weekend is there any trepidation brought about by going to Tynecastle with a couple of injuries or will it be straightforward let us know good time to call we'll get you next Taking your calls on Scottish football 0141-951-1025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Keevans and Kenny Miller are here 0141-951-1025 Should be an incredible night I'm going to say will be It has to be It doesn't really matter what outcome It will be an incredible night In the Championship So we're building up Five games Everybody plays The league Will be won by either Dundee or Queen's Park Partick, Ayr, Inverness, Morton All going for the playoffs Or both Cove and Hamilton Trying to stave off the playoffs Or relegation at the bottom It is all happening On 01419511025 Twitter at Clyde SSB We just heard from Ange Postacoglu Celtic fan So I wanted to know How you're feeling about Potentially winning the title this weekend Will it be this weekend? Will it roll over to Ibrox? Do you have any slight concerns Given some defensive injuries to key players do let us know. I like this question from Colin in Falkirk for you on the full time teaser. Now I'm going to have to quickly think on my feet because I want to reduce the number of answers for you. He wants 13, which is just a bit too many, I think. So let's go for. There are one, two, three, four, five, six. There are 10 Celtic players, right, who've started a league game. Who've started fewer than four league games Under Ange Postacoglu Right 
So there are 10 Celtic players That they have started A league game For Ange Postacoglu But it's fewer than 4 And it doesn't include The guys that are there At the moment You know like Oh or he's only started 1 Or Kobayashi started 2 For instance Right Stephen Welsh uh, No he'll have started more than that So McCarthy I think once we start Going um, No actually no Apparently not Bernabe. So, nope So it doesn't include Bernabe and It wouldn't include Bernabe anyway But he, I think he's probably So it has to be guys that. that were there Before Before Ange So not currently In the team at the moment Basically Yeah <laughs> Whatever that means you Yeah I well, know. It doesn't include <laughs> Oh it doesn't include Iwata You know these guys have all started Fewer than four league games Under Ange Postacoglu But there are others because he's been there since the start of last season, remember? Barkas. Here we are. Barkas has started one league game under Ange Postacoglu. Do you know what? I'll tell you what, I'll take out another because he's technically there and on the bench at times, isn't he? Scott Bain. Right? I'll take I'll take him out. So you're now down to nine. And they're all still at the club? No. Idiguchi. No. What? What? He only played once. Yeah, it was a cup game, wasn't it? I don't even know if he's... Did he ever start a league game? Montgomery. Uh-huh. Um, yes. Well done. Okay. Okay, I like that. Montgomery. Think way back to the start, because remember, there was obviously that... You know, he took over, and then you play a couple of games late July, early August. Mikey Johnson. Well done. And that'll do us for now. Thank you to Colin. Uh, for sending in full time at Clyde1.com We're looking for the players that have started a league game under Ange But it's fewer than four And we're not including the guys that are currently there Like O or Kobayashi Or even Awata I think he's only started three So there we go You have some thinking time between now and the end of the show uh, What about John who's a Celtic fan What's on your mind tonight John? Evening Gordon, Hugh, Kenny Hello Hi, Hi John Hi Hey no, but just a point. I don't know if this point we made this week. I've got a few points, but what do you think? Sure, obviously Carter Vickers has been, as Kenny said, he's been playing for a play of the year probably. I think the guy would deserve to sit on the bench for the Scottish Cup final and get a get a winner's medal. Sentimentality. Does it sound like an Ange Postacoglu thing to do? No, it doesn't. Um, and I think Carter Vickers would say, "No, nah, you, you, you make me look like a charity case sitting there." Uh, yeah I understand that John but he will think to himself I'm a professional footballer if I am sitting on a bench knowing I'm not fit to play in the game then I am being made to look like a charity case and Ange Postacoglu wouldn't do that to him so it's a very nice thought I absolutely understand where you're coming from but Cameron Carter Vickers wouldn't want it that way is that that done Kenny is that the done thing well, well, they no got a medal anyway. Yeah, I'm trying to think how it works in the cup. I mean, obviously the league I'm, I'm you just sure play X amount. I know, but you I'm, can get every game. You can you get know. additional ones as well, the, can't you? Ab- absolutely, the club will get him a medal. He's no, yeah. go- he's not going to be a Celtic player this season and say, "Well, I never won a treble." Uh-huh. You know, he's he's a main part of it. He's been a massive part of it. So I, I don't think he needs to sit on the bench for that. May actually get a medal. I mean, I think anybody with common sense, like, yeah, this is not just a guy who's been part of the squad. This is a guy that's been integral. Mm. To everything they've done this season So I would expect him to get a medal anyway I know sometimes in, in cup football They do talk about you know guys that played in, in the final sort of thing um, I mean the sight of him I don't know what his knee surgery looks like But sitting on the, the crutches the and crutches the bandage and on the bench no, no. I'm not sure um, John can Celtic get by without him this weekend? 
Aye, yes. As I said, the coronation I'm looking forward to this weekend is the coronation of Celtic winning the league. Ah, I see what John did there. Topicality. I see what, see what he did there. Uh, King Hugh and the other King Kenny in the <laughs> studio. Um, John doesn't have any, any concern. John, and I, I guess I'm... Alistair Johnson Easy for me to say He's out as well Anthony Ralston Does it just feel like Too much momentum for Celtic They'll get it over the line This weekend well, I, I actually Funny enough I agree with you For a change As I say The guys that come in Obviously Kobayashi Is a cracking player And Ralston's done well But they're not as good a player As the players that are out But I still think We'll get the job done Is uh, The momentum's still there And I thought Ralston Did a good game They came on last week as well But uh, can I make another point, Gordon, to Hugh and Kenny, especially Kenny being a centre-forward? Do you think, obviously, he take us to the next level, Kenny? Celtic will try, and maybe he'll get a, a, play, a player with probably the Champions League, a striker, to try and take it to the next level in Europe? A pr- like a proven Champions League striker, John? Aye, the money's there, you know what I mean? Oh, if you've got to spare 40 million, maybe, cheap, John, yeah. <laughs> but again, I think... Uh, I think you should be happy with what you've got in the, in the building at the moment with Kyogo with, with 30 plus goals I mean I, I think there would be uh, very few kind of fans would want to take mm. him out of the team and no, have a go the Champions League you get what John year. means in the sense that what was missing in the Champions League this year really was somebody that could convert chances in, in the group stages but that, that phrase Proven Champions League striker Celtic have got money In Scottish uh-huh. terms Much would one of them cost you though Way, way right. too much yeah. And you know what is I think maybe a more pressing priority Would be I know they did play re- Some really good football In the Champions League It's getting people around Kyogo To maybe then go and get yeah. More chances Because I can't think of too many He missed Over, over the over mm-hmm. the Champions League I can think of Maeda I can think of even Giacomacus and Abada Missing a few chances as well But mm. It's uh, Yeah I think uh, I mean they've got so, They've got somebody special In Kyogo It might be How can we get him How do we best serve him I think another striker Will be on the List of priorities For the summertime With regard to Ange Postecoglou Because If you're talking Purely and simply The Champions League O Is Very young Very inexperienced And Nowhere near that level um, And again though For, for Kyogo John is there Is there probably not a hope From Ange Postacoglu That next season's Kyogo in the Champions League is, is better than this season's Because he's a year down the line He's experienced it Is that Is that not a realistic way For Celtic to grow And try and compete In the Champions League Rather than, than Trying to find this player That suddenly takes them To another level No as, about, as, as we said there I mean all the chances there, That's what Celtic they might, might not have qualified second or that, but they'd have, they'd have probably got into the Europa League. You know what I mean? They're doing third because the chances they missed, I mean, were unbelievable. But as, as Kenny said, it wasn't as much Kyogo. Kyogo missed a few. But I just think to take us to the next level, you know what I mean? As I say, Kyogo, the amount of goals he scored is phenomenal. He's a phenomenal player. But I would just like to see another, you know, like a, a top notch striker in there so as to like, you know, switch it about in the like, Champions League and that. So I would. Uh, th- this is the thing Hugh because Our clubs have been here before You you grow You know you're the big fish here Yeah And then you go to the small fish In, in, in the other pond If Celtic were to bring in another You know top quality striker Yeah How do you How do you fit that in with Kyogo Now I get some people say that That's not a concern You know you, do, you, you don't turn your nose up At good players I do get that But how much would it cost you To automatically upgrade Kyogo I'd imagine well, a fair few quid Yeah but I think Celtic are in a position Where they can afford a few quid But not the kind of uh, profile that, that John's after You know you can't get a proven Champions League goal scorer You're starting at 40 million I heard Ronaldo's looking for a new club yeah, So yeah. maybe he go and get him mm, but they, they tell me Bells Hill's very nice at this time of year He can get in there and have a 
Belt Hill. Sorry, people of Belt Hill, if you're listening. No, but anyway, Celtic will get a striker in because I think there's a gap there. Mm. O, o has a, a, a fair bit to go uh, <clears> before he can be regarded as a replacement for Kyogo. Should anything happen to I'll, Kyogo? You'll know Kenny more than me. I'm just always fascinated by the numbers game. When you play one up front, how do you carry three in the squad? Or three good ones, certainly. No, you can't. That, that's that's the answer. What you need to have is so if you've got a Kyogo who's your, who's your number one, you can't have Kyogo as your number two, in my opinion. That's where and I think when and if you've got Kyogo, then you have oh at the moment it's a young one. You might actually have two younger ones, or you might or Maeda or a bad fill in in those in, those it. emergency can do the occasions. Role. You know, I just think when when managers are going through recruitment, they have to particularly in Scotland and even even Rangers and Celtic, you have to prioritise where you need to strengthen. Surely number nine for Celtic's not an area that they're looking as a pressing priority that they need to strengthen. Mm. And I get what you're saying, John, in an ideal world, if we want to get to the next level and we could if you want to get to the next level, you probably need to upgrade everybody. You know, if you're talking really competing in the Champions League. But to think about Kyogo, I still think Kyogo would probably be one of the last positions yeah. that you would look to strengthen, particularly when his manager feels the way he feels about mm. him and the job that he can do. Okay, because we went through all this, didn't we, as a Celtic's Champions League campaign went on, and it is a difficult one because naturally you get where John's coming from. Is it just a new striker is one that takes those chances in the chip? But there's nothing to say, you know, chance taking. You don't need me to tell you, Kenny. It's just kind of one of those things. Maybe on another night, you'll go in a bad. Yeah. Do score them? Maybe <clears throat> with a year's more experience and dealing with the occasion, they they do score them. You know, it's just not always that that I, simple, I, I, is it? I don't even think it's the year experience. It's what happens on that night and that moment. Do you take your chance or not? You train, you train, and you train, and they'll go through the chances. I'm thinking of the one that when it came across for Maeda, and he absolutely scuffed it at Celtic Park. Like that's 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 a that's a kind of a pattern drill. You'll get to the bye and you'll cut it back, particularly the way Celtic play, mm. and you smash that into the back of the goal. You know, he just never if, done it on the if night. If we talk about conventional strikers, Kyogo has been wonderful for Celtic without question but he's going on 29 he will be susceptible to injury or whatever uh, O is way behind him in terms of what he can bring to the team Celtic need to bring in another striker I need to how, how do you fit those three there? that's Kenny's point though. Kenny's saying if you, when Celtic play with one as they do every week you just can't carry three good ones in a squad I think it's dangerous just to, so we'll just carry on mm. as we are then you'll get found out well, you get, who are you getting rid of though I think is more the point no, get, you need to get rid of anybody you, so you, who, you're not spending big money on another striker that, that, that's that's just it it's a fact Celtic will not spend big money on a striker when they've got Kyogo in the building because another thing anybody who's going to cost again proven Champions League am I going to be starting because Kyogo's just scored 38 goals this season Oh uh, well, you'll be fit. Well, you know what? I'll, I'll go somewhere else. I can, I can go and mm. maybe have a better chance of playing because Kyogo. It's just not a priority. I don't think for sure as a starting number nine at the moment. Do they need a cap- a real capable backup? Probably, but that's not going to be the type of profile that John's John's talking about. I mean, it's a different question to be honest. I just don't think Celtic will be looking to sign a starting number nine to replace Kyogo at this moment in time. Mm. Thank you, John. On oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. It's building up nicely. Let's. Uh, in fact, we'll go back to Oakville View. Yeah, I'll give it another couple of minutes. Let's go even closer to kickoff, shall we? And then we'll speak to uh, Andrew McLean. They're all seven forty-five kickoffs tonight, and I can see all the different permutations uh, playing out and, and on Twitter there. So Sean sent me a message a while ago. He's an Aki's fan. Just arrived at Gayfield just over three years ago. We beat Rangers at Ibrooks. How are mm. we facing League One? That's the life of a Hamilton fan at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, don't defend well. You don't score. 
That'll bad, do. Bad that'll, combo. That'll do for you every time. Um, so it will be playoffs at best, Kenny. Let's be well. Let's be realistic here. If, unless they win by <laughs> eight, uh, seven, oh, even more than that, wouldn't it? No, no, because no, they're playing on both, aren't it? Ah, but I brought yeah. Fourteen. I've got fourteen in a difference here. Yeah. Oh right, okay. So sort of half in it, right? Yeah, yeah right, absolutely. So just an eight-nil victory just an for eight Hamilton. Does right, okay. <laughs> so to repeat what I said, it's playoffs at best uh, for Hamilton down at the bottom. Uh, Cove are in the playoff place at the moment. Hamilton are bottom and are both just above it, and are both do play Hamilton tonight. If you're keeping up, so it should be blockbuster. At the bottom And speaking of which See this is how twisted we get at this time Football rivalry Brian says Us Falkirk types We want Cove to finish uh, In the playoffs So that we can relegate Mr Hartley In the playoffs uh-huh. There you go, you go uh, Football's a about. wonderful game uh. Pick and choose who you want to play What do I always say to you? Scottish football runs on Spite Malice <laughs> And mistrust <laughs> It's very true Right quickly Have you got any more for me? So players that have started Fewer than four league games For Ange Postacoglu at Celtic right. um, But it doesn't include The ones that are In that bracket this season Like Iwata, right. Kobayashi and O Liam Scales No Oh he was on my list as well Hugh Can't believe it uh, Shaw No Oh no we're having a beast Yeah uh, Seagrist No Uh, John Joe Kenny uh, Nope Oh my goodness I'll give you thinking time we'll Julian uh, No oh We're goodness. going back to Oakview next Number one for football In Glasgow and the West 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Final days or nights of the season Don't come much bigger or more tense than this Let's go back to Oakleview Because Queen's Park against Dundee's fast approaching Andrew McLean Yeah just waiting for the teams to come out the tunnel At the moment Queen's Park boss Owen Coyle He likened this game to the English Championship playoff final With it being a straight shootout for promotion Not quite the same money at stake In the understatement of the century Oakleview is not quite Wembley either But it doesn't mean any less to the supporters in here. The 1,000 travelling Dundee fans, I'm sure you can hear them behind me making all sorts of noise at the moment. They'll believe that they're a Premiership club and that they should be competing in the top flight. And then you look at Queen's Park as well, and for me certainly growing up, and it will be the same for many others of a similar age to me, that the thought of, of Queen's Park being in the top flight is absolutely wild because of that amateur status that they had for so long. That, of course, changed in 2019 they've had a really quick rise since then as well and there's a chance that this historic club could be about to write a new chapter as well but out of these two teams that are just making their way onto the park at the moment one will definitely be visiting the likes of Celtic Park and Ibrox next season the other will need to settle for a place in the playoffs and see if they can do it that way the handshake's just taking place at the moment I'll give you a recap of the starting lineups for the home side despite the fact that it is quite far away from where Queen's Park traditionally play their football, of course, here at Oakleview. But um, they are here. It's Callum Ferry and goal for them. Marcel Oakley, Lee Kilday, Charlie Fox and Tommy Robson. The back four. It's Jack Thompson and Malachi Boateng. The two holding midfielders for Josh McTake, Grant Savory and Dom Thomas in behind Connor Shields. For the visitors, Adam Langston's in goal for them. The back four, Josh Mulligan, Ryan Sweeney, Lee Ashcroft and Jordan Marshall. The midfield four, Luke McCowan, Barry Maguire, Lyle Cameron and Luke Hannant. And it's a front two. 
of Alex Jakubiak and Zach Robinson, the referee for this one. David Monroe, as I look over to my left where the Dundee fans are at the moment, they've got flares on the go, some of those have been thrown onto the pitch, so that will have to get dealt with um, before the game gets underway here. It actually looks as if the synthetic surface is on fire. Um, not, it's now been stamped out but uh, one of the flares had set a small part of the pitch alight, thankfully that has been put out the flares that had been thrown onto the pitch have been taken care of as well so the teams are now just uh, swapping ends at the moment as we get ready for this huge, huge game but you look across the championship every single team apart from Wraith Rovers is playing for something tonight and it is absolutely incredible it has got to be surely when you look across leagues in Europe one of the most exciting ends if not the most exciting end to any league across Europe because there is so much at stake and none more so in this game here at Oakleview and we are just about to get underway Oh what a night a straight shootout to try and win the championship win the title get promotion to the top table of Scottish football it does not get much better than that Hugh Cavens I, I don't know who wants to hear what here from your prediction? Who is joining the top flight next season out of these two? I want to do my friend Owen Coyle <laughs> a real favour here. I'm going to tip, tip Dundee. Good on you. Kenny Miller. Dundee, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think they'll win the game. So they'll win the game. Yeah. They'll put it without doubt. They won't they won't do it the, the nervy way with a, a draw. No, I don't think so. I think they'll win the game. Wow, right. I'm go I could run through the lot here. <clears throat> Partick Air, Inverness right, Inverness or Morton. Two playoff places available to those four. Who's taking them? Um, or, Thistle will beat Wraith. I'm, so they're every in. conference they're that done beat for you. Wraith. Okay. I think Inverness will beat Air. And Inverness will make it. And Air and Morton will miss out. Yep. And at the bottom, Hamilton are at our broth. Hamilton need to better Cove's result to even make it into the playoffs. How's that going to pan out? Who's going straight down? I think Hamilton will go down. Hamilton straight down they'll, they'll both lose Hamilton and Cove Will both lose mm, There we are Well we're under What a night it's going to be Because You know you've heard of these Sort of final days of the season Where you're keeping an eye on Maybe one other result Or two other results there's, there's, There are scenarios here Where you're keeping your eye on Even more than that really um, For some of the teams involved It is incredible Like we said Morton uh, They'll particularly um, Want to keep an eye on Inverness against Ayr And Partick Thistle the game against Wraith Rovers as well Thistle unchanged by the way Just kicking off at the moment Unchanged from the team Which played our broth Beat our broth Kyle Turner's been in great form Player of the month He's in there Ross Doherty the skipper um, Some experienced campaigners Like Brian Graham And Stephen Lawless And Stuart Bannigan In there as well As they look to secure Their playoff spot uh, It's at that stage of the season Where the the nominees are out as well, Kenny, for the lower league player. There are three, I think. Is there three on three on show tonight? Dom Thomas and Grant Savory in the Queen's Park team. Uh, Paul McMullen in the Dundee team as well. So a bit of personal accolades, as you would expect, for the two teams going for the title. Yeah, you would expect that. I mean, I think... Uh, I, mean, I mean, the Queen's Park story is incredible because you would expect Dundee... I mean, Dundee would be favourites to win the league. Personally, for me, probably alongside Partick Thistle, uh, would be in a look of their squad's excellence. So, but you expect the the guys to get the individual accolades to be right at the top of the league and, and challenging for the title. So you're you've looking, got that tonight. If you're looking to start quickly, Morton have done it. So Morton have scored. They're one 0 up. It's a thumping header. So from, the stands are in from Jack Baird, um, which is some start up at Cove. So as things stand, Morton move on to fifty-seven what points. What did I say to you? And Aaron Inverness <laughs> <But> <laughs> What did I say? Cove Rangers 
Right. Um, but Aaron Inverness are obviously drawing at the moment because it's very early. But it's not kicked off yet. So yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, so it's it's a touch early for us to do the old as it stands. It's well done for Morton, <laughs> but you know, if anything changes between Inverness and Air, then that would change things as well. And, and opens the door for Hamilton. Partick Thistle can have it. It does. It opens the door for Hamilton to at least get into. Those playoffs I'm struggling to keep up Unbelievable Good start um, Very much I mean only three minutes gone But Queen's Park on the front foot at oh, I, I, I think Dundee had a chance there Dundee I think, uh, I think it was a cube Two a touch He should have, he should have laid it off to his mate It was a side It would have been a shooting opportunity For about 10 yards on the angle He chose to try and take a touch And, and turn himself But it was a good opportunity do wonder about the local view factor I mean at Dens it's two 3-0 wins for Dundee So if you were basing it on that You would say absolutely But they shared the spoils at Oakville view <clears throat> And just wonder if it's a, a bit more of a, a leveller Like it's a great occasion We all know the story We've given it the big build up But we can I think we can In all fairness Without offence sorry to Stenhouse Muir Admit this is not the ideal surroundings For a, a title shootout Absolutely not I mean again you would expect uh even just for the visuals There's another chance by the way Yeah big <laughs> slip in the goal. box And Dundee yep. have scored That is exactly What they needed And it is Alex Kubiak. I think he gets the final touch Queen's Park nil, Dundee 1 With just under 4 minutes gone I don't know if it was that surface I mentioned it being a leveller But Queen's Park About to clear their lines There's a slip And it just presents the ball to Dundee Rolled across And Kubiak with the finish And that Hugh Is exactly the start you need And exactly the start Owen Coyle didn't need uh, but Dundee have looked bang at it since the, the first whistle and uh, you can't ask for anything more than to be a goal up at this early stage in the game I, I don't believe in the, the one about oh it scored too early there's never a time that's too early or too late to score a goal so it's a terrific start for Dundee it's a worry for Queen's Park same for both teams etc etc Kenny I get all that but in- <laughs> It is so you see the the Queen's Park defender. Initially, the ball gets stuck under his foot, and he's then a, and then there's a slip. He's a, not covered himself in glory no, either. Don't get me wrong, but it's oh, tries to handball it and misses it. Fortunately for him, but yeah, it's a, a disaster for Queen's Park and uh, brilliant for Dundee. Um, apparently, the Dundee fans are jumping over the the barrier to celebrate, and uh, Adam Legsdens, the Dundee keeper, is telling his own fans to rein it in a bit because they could still. Obviously gone and lose this game Yeah but that, that's the other um, problem with a ground like Oakleview It's not uh, designed to keep people off the park uh, But fans, they get, they get excited I understand that And they pay their money I understand that as well But they need to calm down And you know, at full time if they come onto the park That's understandable But not after five minutes Queen's Park have got some well-known former players in recent seasons And one of them is there in attendance not that one Lawrence Shankland uh, Not playing until Sunday So he's off to support His former team I like that Big like weekend to, for like Lawrence Shankland As I say you, you cannot dismiss The loss of Carter Vickers And Alistair Johnson And I think that, that Lawrence Shankland Will pose a very real threat To Celtic on Sunday Unless Celtic can play What Ange calls Our football And have the game Sewn up before Lawrence Shankland Is allowed to make His imprint we got a hat-trick against Celtic this season And still yeah. didn't win the game It's been that type of season Trying to take on Ange Postacoglu's side You never know Maybe the Scotland captain Liverpool's Andy Robertson Maybe he's got the feet up Watching his former team as well They take on Brentford tomorrow At home So there we go Maybe he'll be They've got to worry in. The mighty Brighton are behind the Liverpool Two games in hand Jurgen Klopp will be shaking 
Well, I thought you were going to say something else there when you started with these two, the two letters. You. Ah, listen, Jurgen Klopp's not as good a manager as Sam Allardyce anyway. According so to Sam, he needs to um, he needs to, to know his place in the food chain. Oh. Pep, we've all got to watch out that Big Sam's back, Kenny. That's been the word on the street down yeah, there, isn't it? Well, Big, we'll see if Big Sam's back when he's playing against Pep in the first game. And to be fair, imagine he wins. You know, oh, well, I told you, you. He's back. I told you. Right, I told told you you uh, can have my caravan if he wins. <laughs> Queen's Park have settled a bit. And they're trying to, to come forward and make things happen up the other end. But it is Dundee that leads, so as things stand, very early, seven minutes gone. Dundee will be in the Premiership next season, but a lot of football to be played, right? How are you faring on this teaser? You've still got quite a lot of work to do. We're looking for players that have started fewer than four league games under Ange Postacoglu for Celtic, but it doesn't include the ones that have done it this season, like Iwata, Kobayashi, or O. Oh, I took Scott Bain out for you as well, just because he's been in and about it and he's, he's been on the bench. So I think you've got three, we're looking for another six, I believe. Odson Edward. Odson Edward, yes, well done. Ryan Christie. Ryan Christie, well done. Oh, like that silence. Sorrow. Oh, that is a good one, a really good one. I think he's only started one. Ball and goalie. Yes, he started two. You two have been got your thinking caps on. What's that? Only two to get, is it? Yep, two to go. There's a youngster you haven't given me yet. Yep, we've named every other one, I think. Moffat. Oh, and Moffat. Well done. Hugh once called him the wrong name on the show, and his mother phoned in to put Hugh right. <laughs> Tell him off. Sorry, Quite missing right. Moffat. Sorry, missing Moffat. Uh, so you got that one, and one more to get. And I'm toiling. Played three, started three games, no less, under Hans Postacoglu. Uh, yeah. Is he uh, old, young? Is he? Oh, oh, I don't know. In, in the middle, he's not. He's not like an academy youngster. If that's what you're asking, he's not. He's not Scottish. He was a signing. Some would say a flop signing, but I, I wouldn't dare to a be yeti. so unfair. Yes, I'll be in a yeti. I'll be in a yeti. Remember him. There we go. What a night it's going to be in the Championship. I'm sad we have to leave you, but Mister George Bowie's standing at that door, peering in. We couldn't possibly. Uh, get in the way as it stands Dundee will be up in the top flight as it stands Morton would make it to the playoffs but there is a long long way to go who'll win the league who'll make the playoffs who'll go down three big questions and we will definitely have the answers by the time we join you at two o'clock tomorrow I look forward to it so much we'll speak to you then oh Oh, it's an incredible equaliser from Queen's Park absolutely stunning right out the top drawer Really, as good a goal as you'll see all season And I mean that And that might just get them to the top flight Oh, it's going to be that type of night We'll be back at two tomorrow